Hey everyone, welcome to That 30-ish Life, a podcast for sophisticated women in their 30s who is all about self-improvement and all that is that comes with it. Hi, I'm Rashawn and I am with my girl Kristen. Hey everybody! And we want to just welcome you to our new episode. I think you're going to love it. But before we get started, as always, I want to share our quote of the day, which is... Your personal boundaries protect the inner core of your identity and your right choices. And that's by Gerald Manley. And I thought that this would just perfect for our topic today um, about setting personal boundaries and how they're healthy. And and I think they're, they're just very important. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, so our topic today. So by the way, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, for this very special episode, but our topic today is on setting boundaries and expectations when dating, because we all know that we have an intention. Most of us want to be married or have better four-hour dating relationships, so we know the importance of setting those boundaries and having expectations so that we know that we are working towards something that we that we desire for Amen. the best, the better, for our best, so completely agree and I think going into this discussion Chris and I was just kind of talking about boundaries and setting expectations and relationships and how I was telling her that I believe that we live in a sexualized society that whenever you may have a boundary or an expectation that you want to set for a relationship you get a lot of people who kind of say oh girl yeah um like, for example, I, I plan on staying pure until um, I get married mm-hmm. and my next relationship that I enter into, I want to honor God. Mm-hmm. And depending on who I tell about this, they'll be like, girl, mm, good luck. You know, that's never going to happen. And just because you're setting a limiting belief on what you can get out of a relationship or what someone may accept doesn't mean that it's not true because people do it all the time. Yes, I may have to weed out a lot more people when it comes to that, but it doesn't mean that it's something that's impossible. I I totally agree. I think that you shouldn't compromise your value system to make someone else happy because that has been my situation Mm -hmm. for years. I've compromised my value even if I did not want to engage in sex or you know do something out of what my boundaries were I did because I wanted to keep that relationship and I didn't want to hurt someone's feelings or make someone else feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. in turn that relationship obviously wasn't for me which it it it, it ended um those relationships ended and I was I felt broken and lost because as a result of me compromising my value system so yeah I do agree that no matter what you may need to weed out a lot but What's for you is for you. And setting those boundaries is important because you know what it is that you want and expect out of a man. Mm-hmm. And as I was going about this journey, this Christian singer that I follow, her name is Jamie Grace. She's in her early 20s and she was sharing her dating relationship. She just got married. I saw and that she story. had, yeah, a five month courtship mm-hmm. with the guy and she has Tourette's. Yes, that was such a beautiful story. Beautiful you know, story. And she was just talking about in past, she desired to be married. In past relationships, when she met people, Mm -hmm. she always felt that she could not be herself. And having Tourette's, whenever she has a tendency to having to move or to get, get that out. And she said, 
in prior going dating before she will hold that back just to feel normal mm. and after that she would make literally make herself sick and what made it different standing out with the guy that she ended up marrying is that she could do that like he did not make her feel strange when doing that and and also you know finding someone who was so share the same value system as far as remaining pure and that's encouraging me to to me one that I can one be myself and mm-hmm. that I don't have to pretend to be someone that I'm not and knowing that there are men who do share their same values of wanting to wait mm-hmm. so it, it may it, it it is possible it's just that we may believe by the society that we live in is not but it, it is true it is. It really is. There are men out there that will wait on you. If you decide to be pure celibate before marriage, there is men that will value and honor that and respect. So if that's what you want and desire. You know, God is leading you in that direction. You do just that and pray and God will deliver the one that's for you that will wait. Mm-hmm. So, and I was just telling Rashawn, you know, I started to make a list for mm. the values and expectations that I want in my husband. I do believe that I am a wife and that I want to be married, mm. you know? Uh, and <laughs> there was, I just have to laugh at this. There was a cute um, memo on Facebook the other day that said, somebody please pray for my husband because mm. he's lost because he hasn't found me yet. And mm. I thought that was so cute, by the way. But no, I, I definitely... I wrote those expectations down, you know, and I wasn't all about the physical appearance or materialistic mm-hmm. things. It was just value systems that I feel would complement me and my journey and my walk with God and who I am now as a woman in my 30s. And, you know, with the relationships that I've gone through in my life, they've all taught me something. You know, mm-hmm. I don't regret anything that I've gone through, but they've all taught me something more about myself and taught me more to appreciate who I was and, mm-hmm. and value, you know, value my worth. It's all about your worth. And I think... Mm-hmm. You know, so the list is important. If if that's something that you haven't done, I highly suggest that you make a list of the things that you want and don't feel that there's nothing too much or nothing that God can do because there is a man out there that may even exceed your expectations. Mm. You know, and leave it to God. Pray about that list. Mm-hmm. Pray about it and believe that it will manifest for you when the time is right. Okay, so do you mind sharing maybe three qualities that you wrote on your list? And how do you think that they're different than when you were 20? Hmm, that's a great, great question. Um, I think definitely God-fearing one Mm -hmm. is my main one, basically putting God first. I dated a lot of men in my past that were not, that did not have a relationship with God. So it, of course, Mm -hmm. we weren't on the same level in that aspect and it caused us to clash and for me to compromise a lot Mm -hmm. of my value systems. Um, I would say definitely honesty um, is huge for me. You know, I don't want to be in a relationship with someone that can't be honest about everything, even mm-hmm. if it's flaws. Um, but, you know, just great communication and honesty. That's the number two. And I think number three would be um, someone that can understand my process of healing you know I think as women especially in our 30s we've all gone through something but somebody that can be you know with me along the process and can respect and honor that and and is willing to be patient enough with me to to help me through the healing process you know I know that we're supposed to be whole I know that we're supposed to have you know have this 
idea of having it all together, but that's not necessarily true. And I don't personally think that that's true. I think that we are all a work in process, that we're all evolving, and that the person that God brings into your life uh, will meet you where you are and will be willing to grow with you in that capacity and that you all can grow together Mm -hmm. and that you will compliment him as well in his walk with God, with his healing process, and all of it will mesh together. Amen. What about you? What are your three qualities? And you know what's so funny (laughs) is when she brought this up, I recently made a list, and we didn't even tell each other. No. Yeah, and I was like, Kristen, do you know I just recently made a list? And so it's kind of funny that we kind of made our list around the same time. Great minds think alike. I got my idea because my cousin, I I always equate my life similar to hers. Um, She was in her 30s, and she got married, but she waited on God. She became celibate, and she waited, and her husband came, and he exceeded her expectations and she she made this list and she said it put exactly what it was that she was expecting God to deliver to her and this man her husband um who she's still married to this day 25 years later has met and exceeded all of those things on the list so ladies it is possible um I'm living proof I have family members living proof that it can happen if you just stop set your foot down and set the standard for what it is that you expect out of these relationships exactly yeah and I think one one of mine is is making sure that I want a man who leads well, mm-hmm. who's a leader. That's a good one. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also who someone who's like financially um, stable and good with money. I'm big as far as being laser focused as far as mm-hmm. budgeting and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And um, yeah, important as far as being God fearing and someone who's funny and someone's good with their hands. So there's a list of mm-hmm. a lot of different mm-hmm. things as far as what I wanted to be. And it's far different than what I would have wanted probably 10 years ago in my 20s because I think my focus then was like, girl, he got to be fine. Ooh, you know, he got to be fine. I didn't, but now it's like, <laughs> fine, you need more than fine because if I can have it. a conversation with you, yes. you can't stimulate my mind mentally, right. fine is not going to cut it and I'm going to be bored with you very quickly. That is so true. I never answered that part of your question when you asked me what was the difference between now and then my 20s. And I would agree with you mm-hmm. that I was into the looks. You know, what does he have? You know, is he... You know, I would look at things like, okay, was he funny? Would, you know, would we have fun together? But it's not the... surface. Yeah, it was very surface. It wasn't the long-term goals. You know, this is a life partner. I wasn't thinking that far advanced. I just thought about the now. What can mm-hmm. you do for me now? You know, how well do we look together? You mm-hmm. know, what do you like to do? What do you like to go out to eat? Do you like to go bowling? What are some things you like to do? But that wasn't, I didn't look past that. You know, so I definitely know now I'm looking for a life partner. I, I, I don't want to say looking, but that's my expectations as a life, having a life partner walk into my life and wanting that to feel those, mm-hmm. um, to, to meet some of the expectations that I feel that God is going mm-hmm. to to bring to my life and your qualities are great the lead the, being a leader is like what's on the top high top of my list yeah. i don't know why i didn't say that but being able to lead and to be a family man and to love children and to accept my son i have mm, a 10 year old by the way and my prayer is that this man is accepting of my son um so this is definitely not a a video about us trying to, <laughs> to advertise for us wanting to get married but it does go along with the point of these boundaries that we're trying to set yeah and let's move into those because i probably have some crazy ones and people are probably gonna think they crazy but they mean a lot to me so one of them is this you do not get wife privileges while dating which means reach yes i will never live with you i'm 36 years no i'm 35 okay i'm not 36 yet 35 
And I've never lived with a man and I would never and I will not live with a man unless I'm married. So that's not that's like nothing. That's not something I'm going to compromise on. And then cooking. Um, I know men are like, girl, you need to learn how to cook. But you know what? You're not getting a meal cooked for me. We would probably have to be in a relationship probably three to something months. We must love each other. But I'm not going to cook for you because I don't like to cook in the first place. <laughs> and you know, if we just dating and there's nothing official, then it's not going to happen. And that's another thing. Where are we going when we're dating? Because mm-hmm. if you're saying that you're not looking for anything serious, then, then that's not going to work because I'm looking for something serious mm-hmm. and I want to date with intentions. Mm-hmm. And if you don't see yourself looking for a wife and you're just trying to have fun, mm-hmm. then I'm not the woman for you. Mm-hmm. I That intention word is so huge. And I think I I personally have jumped into relationships just even, even and, 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 you know, recently without really setting an intention for mm-hmm. it, you know. And you get halfway through the relationship and you realize, okay, well, what are we doing? And you realize that maybe you are going apart or going down mm-hmm. two separate paths because you didn't have, you never said that intention. Mm-hmm. But the living together thing uh, is, is big. Mm-hmm. I, I think that it can go both ways. I've seen people say that they want to live with someone, you know, if, if they're engaged. For me personally, if I feel that it's gotten to that point of, you know, engagement and we are, you know, a few months, maybe even two months, two or three months away from our wedding date, I would probably consider it. I've heard so many stories of people saying uh, that they wish they would have lived with, you know, you you see a different person once you live with them, basically. The person changes the dynamic. So I would consider it, but not until I know for sure that... I can pick up from where I didn't think it was gonna die. Shoots. Um. So. Living with yes, I would probably do that if I knew that the engagement was. We definitely have a, a date set. So. Okay. So um. I guess. Another um, big one for me, and I just be coming up with stuff, but this is something that I recently is that you have to earn things for me. For example, kissing. Some people believe kissing on the first date, kissing on the second date, whatever. But it goes in line that I'm just not going to give away free kisses. Mm-hmm. Why? When you kiss me, I want to make sure that the intent is that I'm yours. Like we mm-hmm. got to that point that we've discussed and we're entering a relationship and we discuss as far as where the course of where it's going. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm not just going to kiss you and mm-hmm. give away my kisses because mm-hmm. my kisses are special. They're valuable. Absolutely. Just like your body, your mind, your, your mm-hmm. emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, I think even outside of the physical aspect of it, your emotions are valuable because we've invested in the past so much, so much, emotion into people that weren't even ours or weren't even worth the investment and so now we've been hurt and we've gone through the the heartbreak mm-hmm. and so I feel that now at this point in my life I want the real deal you know if you if, if you're coming half stepping mm-hmm. or you're you know you're not sure or 
you think this is what you want, then then I may need to step back until I personally know if I need to move forward. So yeah, your emotions are important. You don't want to invest mm-hmm. your heart into someone that is partially invested in you. Yeah. And I think that's that's it's so key. And I think that's why it's important um to know in the beginning with the intention aspect because I believe you do attract who you are in a sense. You know, if you're in a place, I've been in positions, especially in my 20s, where, you know, I was in a lonely state of mind or I was in a broken state of mind and I was looking for mm-hmm. a relationship or a man to validate who I was as a woman because I felt insecure, I had low self-esteem, and being with this person would make me feel in some aspects of my mind at that particular time better about myself, or I would feel more wanted or more more worthy, and that was so far from the truth, lies that I told myself, but I attracted what I was, so I got those relationships that were, you know, abusive, verbally abusive, Mm. or manipulative, or men who were insecure just as much as I was, or, you know, had a broke mentality because that's what I was, look, that's the only, I didn't set a boundary, and that's what I put out there is, I'll accept anything, you know, I didn't give them, I didn't give myself a chance to really, to to get to know this person, these men, so I would just kind of settle for the first thing that would come and that was that was a really um broken time in my life which is what I write about in my book that I have coming out in a couple of weeks uh my story about being in toxic relationships as a result of my brokenness Mm -hmm. and my insecurities and low self-esteem getting into multiple toxic relationships because I didn't understand my worth and like I said it all comes down to um that value system Amen. And mm-hmm. I think whenever you say that, it resonates with me because I've done the same thing. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes we always feel as as if we're the we're going through this alone, alone, and mm-hmm. we've done that. But the common reality is that we we we're so much the same mm-hmm. in that. And this period, as we talk about setting expectations, it just shows with me is is growth where I. The, where I am right now mm-hmm. like you said you're not I'm not the same person that I was a month or six months from mm-hmm. now and what's been revealed to me is after disappointment and after dis- disappointment into compromising my self-worth and my self-value just before I can be with someone it, what I realize is that what what am I continuing to do over again because that's what crazy is continue to do the same behavior and over and over again and expecting a a different different result result. Mm -hmm. which is not and that's the whole thing is compromising me as a woman as far as being pure and in setting expectations with the mindset of if I do compromise and just give this one thing then it's okay he's gonna he's going to love me but the reality is it's not and I believe that men learn if you don't provide expectations or boundaries, what's the point for them to even work toward it? Because mm-hmm. you're just you're just letting him have whatever mm-hmm. he wants to. Mm-hmm. And I'm at 35 saying, well, you know what? If this guy can't meet my expectations, 
then I'd rather be alone mm-hmm. than just to have someone. Mm-hmm. Because the reality of it is if I'm just having being with someone just to have with someone, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. You're not. It's just like I'm just with you because I just want to be with someone. That's. Yeah. You and know, that's about that self-love too, uh-huh. you know, really loving yourself enough to know when to let go, when mm. to release something out of your life. Um, I even say the same thing, you know, when you're talking about these expectations, what re- re- also resonated with me is men who want to come in and out of your life. You know, mm. you might have had someone from your past that sees, wow, she's, you know, she is an amazing woman. Mm. I messed up and I want to give it a second chance. Yeah, okay, he might have his stuff together, but... You may realize, okay, this man is not where I am right now. And being able to set a boundary to say, hey, you know, I'm not who I was 10 years ago or even five years or even a year ago. So I can't allow you to walk just back into my life that easily without understanding who I am now and the expectations that I have for this relationship. And like you said, if you can't meet those expectations, I'm sorry, this can't work. And being clear about it. I think, and that's the thing I haven't done in the past is said it being clear. I may in my mind say it, but my actions may say something different. So that's where I'm at the place now where really saying my mouth and my mind and my actions all have to align together. If I say that I'm not going to have sex before marriage, then I don't need to even put myself in situations where I could be tempted to have sex. If I say that I want a man who's going to treat me with respect, who's going to honor my time, honor my body, honor my mind, mm. be a friend, those are the qualities I'm looking for. I'm not going to accept anything un- under that. Mm. Even if I understand people make mistakes and they have flaws, but if you feel that that is a too too heavy of a load to carry, mm-hmm. then that I'm sorry. I don't have to dim my light to make you look better or to make you feel better i shouldn't mm-hmm. have to because we're all growing and evolving together and that's the type of connection i feel that would honor god as well mm-hmm. you know yeah and i had a recent a situation like that maybe a year ago with a guy that came into my life and i knew that it wasn't right and then but i just wanted to be with someone so i was with him it didn't work out and then you know Every now and then I'll get a text message, I miss you, and and I just had to clearly say, you know what, stop. You just can't come in and out of my life when you think that you can, and I'm sorry. I just feel that this isn't going to work. You know, like whenever you start valuing your, yourself and you see what type of person you are and what type of man that you deserve, it's then you it's easy for you to to say no. And I knew I wouldn't be able to happy be happy. There was no conversation. I just felt everything was a chore. And I I mean it felt liberating saying no. Like, no, you know what? You can't just because it's six months later and you think you got your stuff together, you just can't come back mm-hmm. whenever you want to. Mm-hmm. I don't know who you think you are. And that's very selfish of you too. Mm-hmm. Thinking that you can come back whenever you want to come back. Mm-hmm. No, that's not gonna happen. So you know, like you said, just you having those people, those yo-yo people, and just be just saying no, knowing that that person isn't right for you, and don't just because you're lonely, fall into it. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I know people ha- can change. I, I'm mm-hmm. definitely. I know people can change. People grow up, mm-hmm. but I do think there are some red flags that are exactly huge that mm-hmm. I don't think you could compromise on again. So mm-hmm. if this person is a um, habitual liar, for example, or this person is cheating on you in the past, or this person is. You know, always putting you down and making you feel lower. There's something, there's a disconnect. I don't think that that can just go away easily. After a person, 
you know, may dress not so high, and then all of a sudden they start looking a little mm-hmm. bit. Okay, that's something that can be worked on and fixed. And maybe you can, you know, be willing to, to make an exception coming back in. But if it's major red flags that you think are going to compromise your value system, mm-hmm. definitely you have to, um, to be to be aware. And I think sometimes God tests us in those seasons of loneliness and when we're single to see if we're going to wait on His clear direction before stepping into something else. You know, um, I had to check myself on several occasions. You know, what is my hurry? God has me in the single season for a reason. So let me try to enjoy this time because when I'm married, that's a whole nother ball game, if you will, you know, and I, and I guess just trying to be able to rest in what season I'm in right now, mm-hmm. you know, and knowing and to stay in, like you said, like we're saying, be clear about it, you know, and preparing myself too. There's some flaws and some areas that I know I need to work on. These are times when, as in your single season, start working on yourself, start working on um, some things that, you know, might've been flaws in your last relationship because I definitely don't blame everything one-sided I think there's always two sides to a story mm-hmm. there's always three sides to the story I would say her side his side and the truth um but I think that you we all know we have things and areas that we need so to improve on um and while we're improving those areas our self-worth and love will increase which will make these expectations that we've set for this husband that we're that we're expecting to come in not so much of a far-fetched idea you know because mm-hmm. i think everything on your list everything on my list is completely possible mm-hmm. you realistic. know exactly and realistic absolutely okay so. is there anything else that you want to add to the conversation at all no i think that was it honestly i think we really covered a lot of grounds and i think just ladies don't compromise your value your worth you know stick with what you what you know is best for you yeah. That is just the main central point that I want to definitely keep, you know, keep true to. Yeah. Stay strong. Stay strong. <laughs> it's hard. Get some good girlfriends, people around you that are doing like-minded things who are on the same path as you. And especially for you, for those. I know there's women in their 20s that listen to us as well. So we want to also encourage you in that season, even though you may not be in your 30s, don't feel that you know you have to compromise amen all right and i guess that kind of leads into the self-care tip of the podcast and i had a few but i i kind of changed it and wanted to talk about being laser focused um on something on a goal or something you want to accomplish and one of my whole my things is paying off my student loans Mm -hmm. in two years and and how I, I'm just being laser focused on that. And it's been a learning process as, as far as in, in practicing self-control when it comes to sticking to a budget. Um, and there's times that I have to deprive myself maybe of an outfit or going shopping or mm-hmm. getting my nails done or getting my hair done. But I have this goal of not being a slave to debt and being being not one of those people like girls gonna take you 30 years and third pay these loans off in 30 years and say no i want to pay these off in two years Mm -hmm. i'm tired of paying the paying them for the education Mm -hmm. um so you know just my journey of being laser just being laser focused on on that and my goal is by december 2019 lord willing just 
him showing me grace, nothing happening, that I'll be free of student Amen. loan debt by December 2019. Amen. Woohoo. We're going to have to have a <laughs> praise party for that. That is something because I know student loans is that one thing that everybody that I know has hanging over their head. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I just, it's one of those things I feel is just a burden, burdensome. So if you can pay that off in two years, you need to tell the whole world and consult all of us on how you are able to manage that but it is about being laser focused Mm -hmm. you know really having a set goal in mind you know there are some sacrifices that you will have to make you may not be able to buy the things you want or go the place you want and travel and that's something really to consider and i recently paid off some debt that was hanging over my head not student loan Mm -hmm. related but uh, it felt good to kind of get it off of my back and of course, you know, it freed up other areas and I, I have been very laser focused to say, no, I'm not going to spend money on those pair of shoes that mm-hmm. I really want or to take that trip that I really want because I know that I need to stay as debt free as possible with the exception of, you know, student loans and my regular monthly expenses. But, you know, it, it really makes a difference when you know you have this goal of self-improvement. And it's all about that self-improvement piece that we always want to hit on in every episode that this is about bettering yourself so that it can open up better opportunities for future you know Amen. your finances are important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly so yeah i think that's it do you have anything else to no. share in your self-care no and that's for it. self-care Okay, well, I think this has been a fantastic episode, Rashawn. Thank you. You've been awesome with your testimony. I know my testimony and your testimony together would help to bless um, someone that is possibly dealing with the same thing. So thank you all for what, for listening to us. And make sure to stay in touch with us on all of our social media pages. We have our Facebook um, at That30ish Life. And our Instagram account as well at that 30ish life. We also have our email at that 30ish life podcast at gmail.com and our website, which is currently um, we're in the process of making some changes. So we will give you that information um, um, in our show notes as well. So definitely keep in touch with us and uh, we will be in touch soon on our next episode. Thank you so much. All right. Bye.